Hello and welcome to the North Bank Podcast, where as ever I'm joined by Steph and Chris. Hi guys. Evening. Hello. So we reckon it'll be a record quick one today because we're just looking ahead to Burnley and I don't know, I've trawled the internet looking for uh, <laughs> some nuggets of gold for, you know, my stats, <laughs> but I can't find much at all. Anyway, how are you guys doing? Last couple of days, still enjoying basking in the glory of the 6-0 victory? Yeah. Yeah, yep. felt like an old school, you know, strolling and strutting to work. And, and as you do as well with, well, I do anyway, with Arsenal podcasts is I line them up and I listen to them and I, I bask that way, you know, my selected Arsenal podcasts, of which there are many, um, you know, ours <laughs> being one, of course. So, yeah, that's been... You obviously, the first one you listen to is our one. Well, only because I have to edit it. <laughs> harsh, harsh critic there. <laughs> but fair, I, I feel. I, I'm, I'm hoping that the Arsenal players at kick-off on Saturday think they're still playing West Ham just because mm. it's Claret and Blue again and just carry on and, uh, you know. But anyway, Burnley, I mean... Their uh, season's not fantastic, even though Liverpool kind of stumbled to a victory at Anfield against them last week and kind of a little bit cause for concern, perhaps. Um, but they've got the worst home record. They've won one, drawn two from 12 games. <laughs> it's pretty poor. And then there's only City have more points on the road than us. We've got 23 points away from home this season. City have got 25. So that's encouraging. Discouraging, perhaps, is we've only kept back-to-back -back clean sheets once in the last 37 games. Mm. So this is the this will be the second time in 37 games we'll have kept back-to-back -back clean sheets. I think that's something to look out for. As as good as our defence is, it's not it's not fantastic. I mean, we have conceded like 22. Is it 22 goals this season? That's quite a lot. Nobody's defence is fantastic this year, especially when you think like going back to. What, what year was it under George Graham? We conceded like 16 goals in the entire season or something. Mm. Was that the almost invincible? Yeah, it was when we lost so at be Chelsea. So 91, I think? Mm. Yes, 90-91. We lost at Chelsea. Chelsea 2-1. Um, yeah, away from it. was the only... Um, yeah. I, it was in January of that year, and I know that because I spent the weekend in hospital. That weekend in hospital. Yeah, yeah it's not a good story. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I got out again. So That's for a different right. podcast. Yes, for a different podcast. Um, yeah, so they're sitting, they're sitting second bottom on 13 points and they've conceded 50 goals in their 24 games. So oh, we're feeling confident, Chris. You're nodding. <laughs> confident, yeah? Yeah, I think we have to be. We have every right to be, don't we? Yeah, we've got to be confident. But, you know, it's, it's the Premier League. You've got to earn your chops and, and do what you need to do. <clears throat> I know it's you... You asked you asked me earlier about you know any Arsenal injury mm. updates and I can't really find any as we've said many times Arteta plays those cards pretty close to his chest. But in terms of um, Burnley injuries, the only two that I could see were confirmed at were Red Nathan Redmond and then the guy who was their best player when we played them at the Emirates. I can't I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but is it Colliosho? Yes, yeah. Uh, he, he he's out. He's definitely right. out, and he was he was their best player. But haven't they bought someone in January or got someone in a couple of players in in January? I didn't look it up, to be fair. That's made them a little bit more of an attacking threat, but it's mm. not been borne out in results. Um, I so kind of fancy the idea that they're at home, that they're even more obliged to come on to us. And it's more in companies. Um, yeah, DNA, he's ethos. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. 
the 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 newly promoted sides who are all you know in a relegation scrap. Frankly, it's funny because it's almost like there's three different approaches where Sheffield United have gone with Chris Wilder and you know are, are probably seen as the more defensive of the three. Then you've got. Um, Burnley, who seemed to be very stubbornly trying to play a brand of football that was very, very successful in the Championship, but doesn't seem to be translating to the Premier League very well. And then Luton, who are on this, you know, flexible kind of hybrid thing where they've, I don't know, they seem to have adjusted the best to the Premier mm. League. It, it took them a while to to adapt, but they are really, really adapting. Um, and that's why it was such a strange result last week when Sheffield United actually beat them at their place. Um, and and pff, that's the classic, you know, Premier League sort of feel, isn't it? That, you know, you, things can go against uh, form. But like you say, I think, you know, they'll, they'll play a similar sort of way. I haven't, from the highlights and bits of games I've seen, I, I don't see them changing a huge amount, which should play into our hands. Hmm. You're going, aren't you? I am going. You're actually at the game. I'm at the game. Burnley's wooden seats on concrete. Yes, love it. <laughs> Superb. It's going to be wet it, and cold. Is it? Three o'clock uh, kickoff on a Saturday, isn't it? So. Three o'clock on a Saturday? Three, yes. Have they gone mad? I know. The fact it's not on telly t- tells tells you that the TV companies are not looking, they're not thinking as much jeopardy in the game, which again, you just don't want us to turn up with our complacency kits on um it's like no i don't think that's gonna happen it's old arsenal isn't it it's not current yeah yes but west you carry trauma with you and <laughs> i keep saying this we're gonna carry carry on you know oh, once the game starts it'll all bubble to the surface <laughs> well yeah i, I mean look every if we haven't scored fan... in three minutes i'm gonna be out in the garden <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that bloody gnome's gonna get it um but it's like we were four nil up away at West Ham and like mm. I, all, my first thought was Newcastle <laughs> you know, yeah this like, is it that's, that keep is it tight. literally keep textbook it, trauma yeah uh, that's many years ago uh, <laughs> indeed right okay let, let's uh, I've got a I've got a nice uh, Saka stat but I'll save that for afterwards I've also got a nice um, little quiz question which I'll drop in for you you boys now well I've actually got two Okay, oh so the first one is name the three players to have played for both Burnley and Arsenal. Are you doing this now or later? No, I'm I'm just dropping the questions into you okay. now. So okay. the the name the three players that have played for both Burnley and Arsenal. And as I said to you guys before we started recording, um, two of them, I'm not saying you'll get two of them, but two of them big big name Arsenal players. The third one is the, is the player that I think he's played ten times for us and similar amount of times for them. But, and when you hear his name. You'll think, oh yeah, I remember him, but he yeah. d- didn't really register much on, you know, in Arsenal's history, etc. Okay. And then the um, the second question is is just it's got nothing to do with this game at all. <laughs> I'm just I just want you to name Arsenal's back five for Arteta's first game in charge. Oh God! So Arteta's back five for Arsenal's first game in charge. So I'll leave that one with you as well. So you can think about, you can be uh, mulling over those two. But um, yeah, so, and whilst you're doing that, one of you will have to tell me what your team selection is going to be for uh, Saturday. So Steph, we'll go, we'll go with you. Who do you think will uh, line up for us? And you, well, you got it right last week, so. I did get it right last week, but that was more of a bit of a, 
a shot in the dark. And really, it only came to pass because of the injuries we had, which is why, you know, before recording, having a look for any injury news, I know we're a couple of days out, but there really is no news. Couldn't find anything. So in terms of, you know, expecting Jesus to return or expecting Smith Rowe to be available, even a massive question mark over Jorginho. Jorginho has been pictured in training but they keep talking about him carrying an injury. And is Jorginho a player that you're going to risk away at Burnley after well, for, his brilliant yeah, for, performance against Liverpool? First of all, are you cha- are you making any changes to a team that's just won 6-0? And that's the other factor, isn't it? Mm. It's like, well, why, why would you change? So <laughs> I've gone with exactly the same team. I've got Raya in goal, White Saliba, Gabriel Kivior, Odegaard, Rice, Havertz, Saka, Trossard, Martinelli. Because that front line as well, I mean, you could think, okay, Havertz could could play the false nine and Trossard could play a little deeper. I I, I think with players available, if, if, if Smith-Rowe was available, I might have put him into midfield, move Havertz forward. If Jesus was available, I'd probably uh, bring Trossard out. But actually, yeah, that team has done really well. Confidence is high. And if those other players can come back even just on the bench, then that's that's great to have in reserve as well. Exactly yeah, because we, we've, we've got Porto away during the week, haven't we? So mm-hmm. it, it kind of, you, I mean, you can't possibly be going into a game on a higher high than having beaten Liverpool 3-1 and beaten West Ham away 6-0. So it, <clears throat> if those players, as long as those start, starting eleven aren't carrying any knocks, then... You know, it's why would you risk one of the more injury-prone players like Zinchenko or Jesus mm. or Emil even, um, certainly from the start. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I, I kind of have to agree with that and that the injuries dictate a lot of the selection. Uh, I don't expect, even if Jesus is training, that he would come back in. I just feel like they're not going to take that risk. Yeah. Um, similarly, I think Tommy Yasu would be my only consideration at left back in in place of Kivior but again Kivior did so well and the way that he played a more straightforward left back role uh, you know they didn't ask him to come inside and invert I think White was doing that in the West Ham game he was kind of rolling into the midfield and I think he did it brilliantly because I think he's played centre mid before hasn't he so I suspect it will be the same team with White doing the inversion um, interesting. One of the things I, I rewatched the game, the, the West Ham game, is that he was switching lanes with Saka quite a lot as well in that final third. And then for Saka's goal, the one where he cut inside, the left back got pulled out wide by just Ben White's presence, just the fact that he was there. But he hadn't bombed on or anything. He was just there, hovering. And the left back thought, oh, oh, who am I going with? Uh, and created that extra space for Saka, which was just, yeah, the, the the way they've interchanged has created that chaos. So bring it on. Yeah, I've unsurprisingly gone for exactly the same lineup. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to get it wrong somehow. Can I, one thing we didn't mention <clears throat> in the post West Ham podcast, and I was annoyed because I'd written it down, is Nwanieri came on for the last 15 minutes in that game. Mm. And he looked... I mean, it's hard to judge, but we've seen players come on and not make a statement 
performance. I would say, remember a few weeks ago when Emil came on and, and I think I said he didn't look out of place. It was kind of because you didn't want to go overboard and go, oh, he was amazing. He just didn't look out of place. He just slotted in. And you could say that of Nguyen and you think 16 years old and he looked built as well. It wasn't yeah. just the way he played. He looks the, well, the part. <clears throat> some Someone made the comparison between him and I think physicality like Jack Wilshire and style of play a bit like Jack Wilshire as well and but what I noticed and someone tweeted this image online or this little um, clip online uh, of Erdegaard rolling the ball to him mm-hmm. and just saying go on have a go and and he had I think he had as many touches as most of the West Ham team <laughs> it's like um, but he looked he looked and a couple of um, my students who watched the game they're not Arsenal fans but they said they are, they were asking me who this kid was that came on. Are they his classmates? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Unfortunately, I don't teach him. But um, I know which school he goes to. Just up the road, or did go to? Just up the road. But um, yeah, he looked. I just wanted to say he looked really, really good. And apparently, I don't know if you believe it, but it was like people, Jorginho whispering to Arteta on the bench, "Bring him on." Bring him on. Yeah. <laughs> and is, I, I can't imagine Jorginho whispering. <laughs> <laughs> How would he go? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Transylvanian it. accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but what Arteta said afterwards, he said, measure a player by how willing his teammates are to give him the ball. And... There was a stat going around. I can't. I didn't write it down. But like loads of the key Arsenal players just kept giving Nwanyeri the the ball, and he was mm. he created a chance for Aleli to to possibly have scored. Like he just looks really really good. But we can't do what we did with him. Like Jack Wilshire played like sixty games as an eighteen year old, and then he's forever um, crocs because he's still only like he's. He might not even have had his growth spurt yet. He's that mm. young. So uh, I just wanted to make that observation mm. about Ranieri. I thought he was really good and we didn't mention it um, last podcast. So um, score lines, Steph. Hmm. Well, after you rolled out that thing about um, the clean fact sheets, it's been a while yeah. since back-to-back clean sheets. I thought I was being really bold, but maybe, maybe not. Um, I've gone 3-1. Huh? <laughs> that's Steph being really bold. That's three. That's probably one. the most positive prediction I've made all season. <laughs> I've written them all down. I can tell you in a minute. And it's taken four <laughs> wins in a row, including beating Liverpool and West Ham six nil away, for me to go. Yeah, maybe playing three away. one. Maybe three. Yeah, one. playing away at the worst team in the <laughs> in the league. But this is the thing. Like, we we have got a good record against Burnley, but I, I mean, I've been there. I think three, maybe four times none of which I feel like I've come away thinking that was really easy and we've just steamrolled it. You know, that it's always been tough, although it's all all the previous ones were under Dyche and Deich, they yeah. were a completely different proposition. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. So, 3-1, right. Chris? Yeah, uh, I have exactly the same score. I, I wanted to say like 4-0, but I just don't think, I think it's a bit <laughs> lightning striking twice. Uh so yeah, three one was my prediction as well, uh, and I'm also glad that it's not under the floodlights on a wet and wet and windy Wednesday. It, it, I think three o'clock on a Saturday, that that will do us fine. Not on telly, you know. We we've we've sort of joked about you know the the, the sort of trauma or the, maybe the uh, mm. uh, the 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 
TV selectors, you know, feeling like there's probably not a chance there. Well, A, we're different and, and we are a, are a different team and you would like to think that wouldn't happen. But actually, a lot of our slip-ups do come on telly. Mm. <laughs> so I'd almost be more worried. It's also interesting, the fixtures at the weekend. You've got Liverpool at lunchtime, us at three o'clock and then Man City straight after. So, I mean, I can't remember the last time the top three have played all on a Saturday, one after another. You know, one of the teams is usually saved for um, the Sunday. Yeah. Well, I've gone for 3-0. Yeah. Oh, I've Mr gone, Optimistic as I've ever. Gone for, I've <laughs> gone for the clean sheet this time. Woo! Well, I, I think I said, I said we'd beat West Ham 3-1. I think I went... Yeah, I have. <clears throat> if we look back on our predictions, I'm probably the most positive. I think Chris, you join me more often than not. Um, so last week I said we'd win three one. Steph, you said we'd win two one. Chris, you said we'd win two nil. Happy to be wrong. <laughs> Happy to be wrong. Any luck on the three players who've played for both Arsenal and Burnley? Well, I think I mentioned last week when we sort of yeah. propositioned it, Ian Wright. Ian Wright is one, yes. Yeah. Um, the random one, definitely not a big one. You said there was one that's a, a quite obscure. J. Yeah. Emmanuel Thomas. <laughs> I think he played for Ipswich, didn't he? Was it Ipswich? I think he had a spell at Cardiff. Jet, maybe. as he was Jet. Yeah, yes. that's the thing. J. Emmanuel Thomas. No? Okay. Uh, no, it's not him. Is he yeah, English? Sort of. Sort of he's English, yes. Sort of I think struggling. he's English, yes. Of he's, what he's era? Because I haven't got. I've just got him right I, as well. I, 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 I'm not a hundred percent now, but I think he's the mid noughties Oh right, okay. Which yeah. seems to me like it's two years ago. <laughs> well, but if I hear the word the, the year two thousand and eight, I'm thinking, yeah, a couple of years ago. No, <laughs> but it wasn't. He's probably played like ten times for us, and there'd be subs appearances in the likes of the League Cup or the Rumbelows, Carling, Littlewoods Cup. Was he? Um, it was called. Was he from the academy? I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's the other player. Forget about this guy. I'll tell you who this guy is. The more random one is a player called Mark Randall. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember so, the name. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the other one though played. I don't know. I don't want to say over 600 games for us. I'm not what? sure. I'm not sure. I could look it up, but like... What era? Well, then you're in, you're in parlour category or Winterburn, Dixon. Yay! Dixon. Dixon. Is it? Lee Dixon, yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I don't know how many games he has played for us, but I'm thinking it's over 600, but I don't know that. Um, Dicko? Yeah, yeah, so Lee Dixon played for Burnley. I don't, I don't know when. Uh, Ian Wright. Well, he is a mank, he, isn't he? He's a man He's well, Was it Stoke we signed Stoke. him from? Yeah. yeah. With Steve Bold, mm. him and Steve mm. Bold. That was a nice little uh, double pickup, that was, wasn't it? Almost as good as Perry Groves from Colchester. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all live in a Perry, Perry Groves, Groves world. world. I just Number like the one. fact that... He's I just like the Groves. fact that his, his autobiography outsold... Uh, Ashley, Cashley Coles because um, <laughs> they came out at the same time. <laughs> okay, I must mention uh, the the women's team not going great at the moment in the league. They're they're out of the league title. I think they're six points behind at, at this rate. They play Man United at the Emirates on Saturday, and it is now officially sold out, which is the mm. first time that's happened for a WSL game. I think the second time. It's been a sellout. I can't remember what the other game was. But they are playing against Man United and Man United are currently four points behind us, behind us in um, 
but we're in the final Champions League position. So it's actually quite an important game mm. to consolidate Champions League qualification, top three. Um, yeah, but sellout, I don't think it's at 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. So it won't clash with, I'm assuming it's on the telly as well. So it won't clash with um, the, the men's game later on. I saw a stat um, with the announcement going round that basically after the weekend, the top five attendances in the WSL will all feature Arsenal <laughs> in some way, which is, um, you know, good going. Mm. It, I mean, they sell out Boreham Woods for every game. It's, yes. It's, and again, not not hitting the heights this season, considering the investment either. So but there you go. Um I've got that other quiz question that I dropped for you. Name Arsenal's back five for Arteta's first game. Mm. However, before that, Saka. I've got a Saka stat. Like, it's amazing that, you know, I think everyone agrees that he's not hit his particular highs this season, but his his numbers are ridiculous. So this is, someone tweeted this, back, uh, Bakayo Saka compared to other wide forwards at the same age <laughs> across Europe's major leagues. Now, <clears throat> So Saka has, in 158 appearances, he has 74 goal involvement. So 41 goals, 33 assists, right? So how does that compare to other players aged 22 years and 159 days old? So Marcus Rashford had played fewer games, but he had 41 goals as well and 18 assists. So 59 goal involvements compared to Saka's 74. Raheem Sterling... Similar, almost identical number of games, Raheem Sterling, but at the same age, he had 53 goal involvements, 31 goals, 22 assists. That's 21 fewer than Saka at the same age. Mm. Raheem Sterling, right? Uh, Leroy Sane, at the same age, had played 105 games as opposed to 158 from Saka, and he had 50 goal involvements, so 26 goals and 24. So that's pretty good stats, but he'd played... To only two thirds of the game, so Saka's far more um, experienced at this age. Son from Spurs, at the same age, he had forty-three combined goal involvement, so that's thirty-one fewer, and like, he's regarded as world class. But this is the interesting one, the final one. Name the name the best player in the Premier League at the moment, or the, he, he's definitely featuring in the top three. Who would? Well, it's De Bruyne or Salah or Salah, Haaland. right? Mo Salah. Go okay, Salah, right. Yeah. At 22 years and 159 days, Mo Salah had the sum total of three. <laughs> he had two goals and one assist. How many games did he play? Because obviously he was at Chelsea 12. for a bit and wasn't. Yeah, there you go. Twelve. But look, talk about potential. I, I mean, it's a, for wide. I mean, Mo Salah is a wide. I suppose it's like, yeah, that they all play from the from the, from wide. I I don't know what I'd like to know what Ronaldo's twenty stats were at twenty two, but he was an out and out striker and took penalties as well. Um, yeah, so that, I thought that was just interesting that at the same age he outshines Rashford by some distance. All of them: Rashford, Sterling, Sane, Son, and Salah um, with his with his numbers. Mm. I think that's really impressive. That is, that is ridiculous. So, thank God he's ours, Starboy. And it brings into focus the talk this week of is he world class and compared to Foden, you know, the, the Rio Ferdinand stuff. So, I don't want to get into that, but it, it's uh, 
the consistency for me is what makes any player world class. And Saka, as you say, 22 years old and he hasn't even hit his ceiling yet, really, is probably our most consistent player in terms of his outputs. And, and that doesn't just mean goals and assists. It just means his his connections, his decision-making. He's consistently seven and above, you know, even but when... They, th- that's the thing. He hasn't been this season. He's had games where he's been poor, but he's he's what he hasn't. What but he's hasn't still delivering. Happened, he's still yeah. He's still producing right. the goals and the assists. Yeah, right. I've got I've got a Ronaldo and Bukayo Saka comparison. If you want to go down this rabbit hole, after two hundred and ten appearances in their career. So this all is told, all competitions. All right. competitions. Yeah, um, Cristiano Ronaldo had fifty goals. And 43 assists. And Saka has 51 51. goals and 49 assists. (laughs) Okay, how old was Ronaldo? Do you know how old Ronaldo was at this point? Don't know, but he's pictured in a Man U kit circa 2008. So obviously then Ronaldo goes to Spain (laughs) and just Well, he gets better as he turned 30, didn't he? Well, this is it. And this it was making me think, when you were saying that, look, it's absolutely brilliant where Saka is. And I do feel like in some ways, weirdly, he's kind of underappreciated because he's just so consistent at such a high level. But players' peaks are so interesting because Mm. they can vary so much. It's unreal that, you know, you can have someone like, I don't know, uh, Michael Owen, for example, who at a very young age, you know, between the age of whatever it was, 18 18, to about 23, 24, like just elite. But I know know injuries sort of impacted that on that a little bit. But then you have others. I mean, Ronaldo, like you say, scored probably more goals post 30 than he did before. It's mad. Um, Which is ridiculous. As a kind of, you know, and came in as a kind of petulant, kind of tricky winger. And so his game also evolved. And, you know, Saka totally has that potential. And the fact we're talking about someone who is delivering, you know, if Saka was, um, if Saka was, Trossard's like ripe old age, for example. Old man Trossard. Old man Trossard. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, 30 this if, year. If he was posting those numbers, you'd still be pleased and you'd still be happy. But it's the fact that he's so young that you think he could kick on again. I think I said last week, once his finishing becomes, you know, Ronaldo or Messi-esque ruthless, I mean, we might be talking about a player on that level, which is just crazy to see. Mm. But brilliant. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> right, go on then. Who's the back five for Arteta's first game in charge? Well, I, I have a have back you, hang five. On, hang on, hang on. Have you both written down a back five? I've written down yeah. a back five. Hang on, hang on. Hold that. I got to the camera again. Oh, well, <laughs> no, do you want me to just go through it? Okay, go on. Then. Right, in goal, I've got Leno. And then I've got a back four of Bellerin, Socrates, Mustafi, Kalasinak. <laughs> Although really, I'm just throwing out okay, names okay, from around that Okay, so that's that good, right? So I'm going to I'm going to tell you how many out of five you've got, but I'm not going to tell you which huh? ones okay. are correct. So you've got you've got two, two. correct out of five. Oh. Chris, who are your oh, back five? Okay, uh, I've got Leno, Bellerin, uh, holding Louise Kalasinac. Okay, so you've also got two, but one of yours is different. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the reason. Okay, so Leno is in goal. Okay, Steph, you're one of your centre backs, Socrates. Yeah, he's in. And Chris, one of your centre backs, uh, David Luiz, he's there. Okay. So you've so between the two of you, you've got 
the two centre-backs and the keeper. So the two full-backs are missing. Now, the reason I'm asking this question is because of the full-backs. So, who are they? I mean, now I'm sort of... Tierney. Like Callum Chambers. Nope. Saka. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saka at left back, and mm. and who he, that was the one that was that was kind of just bounced out. I remember he was a really good left back as well. So who played at right back? I think he's still playing. Maitland Niles. Yes, yes, yes. Well done, Ainsley. Did there he go? You go. To, he, did he go to Italy? Is he is yeah, he I not in mean. the states at the moment, or is oh, he? Oh, I no, he's. Know. I know where he is. He's he's playing um, with Lacazette in France. Oh, Leon. Yeah. Uh, Maitland-Niles, um, Socrates, Louise and Saka. That is... Yeah. Wow. Okay, that is, yeah, pretty random. Isn't it? I mean, We've come a long way, baby. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> compare that to the back five that's... Oh, that Saliba, Gabriel. Saliba. Yeah. I mean, could just Gabrielle. stop there, really. <laughs> that is just a ridiculous upgrade, isn't it, in oh. four years? <laughs> David Louise. <laughs> so anyway, right, I'm done. I'm out. Stat statted out now. Anything else you guys want want to? Uh... It's a pretty dull round of fixtures in the Premier League, and I'm I'm trying not to look ahead too far because we've got Champions League um, midweek, and then I don't know why, but I am really Your favorite excited. Game, yeah, <laughs> really excited for Newcastle. Mm. Are you get, are you getting down to the ground at about two o'clock in the afternoon? What for Newcastle? Yeah, <laughs> eight o'clock uh, kickoff. Well, it might depend on the, the bus <laughs> with the supporters club. <laughs> I reckon it'll be the tastiest atmosphere at the Emirates of the season since last time. Since since the Liverpool game, <laughs> especially if Elbows McGee is playing in midfield for them. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. But listen, he have they reached there? Because if he got a yellow card against Forest, he'd have got a two-game suspension. So I wonder when that. Um, 10 yellow cards uh, um, amnesty mm. comes in because mm. so, they'll obviously be playing this weekend so I'd love him to be missing because he's a he's a dangerous player in more, more sense mm. of the word as well but um, okay thanks for chatting thanks for listening uh, we'll catch up again maybe on Sunday for a, a look back and a look ahead to what was quite an exciting week indeed so catch you then cheers bye 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 the North Bank, an Arsenal podcast. Subscribe, rate and review on your app and find us on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at NorthBankPod. Email hello at thenorthbankafc.com and check out our website, thenorthbankafc.com. Produced by The Podcast Company. Well, even when you listen to Arteta's presser like pre-match yeah. presser he doesn't give anything away no. he, he, he's, he's so 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 still injured we are tracking his progress <laughs> is he from transylvania uh, yeah, he's <laughs> we, are, we are tracking his progress one one injured <laughs> player <laughs> we have taken some blood you've got yes. to sesame street now haven't you very nice <laughs> he burnt he burnt <laughs>